Hello and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell. I'm Kurt. No, I'm not Kurt Souter. I'm Chad Russell. That's Kurt Souter. You're not right, but uh, bro, dude. dude. <laughs> Let's start over. Hi, welcome to Solid Steps Radio. I'm Chad Russell. That's Kurt Souter, and uh, we are a show for men by men, talking about things from a man's perspective. And uh, we welcome you, listeners. If you're listening on purpose or accidentally, either way, we appreciate you. And if you're just catching us on the radio, on the fly, you may be hopping in the car on the weekend. And uh, if you want to know what we're about, we are a show that the name of it is Solid Steps Radio. And we believe that you as men and ladies, but we're talking to the guys, uh, we're destined to walk with God and be his son through Jesus Christ. And we want to help men be a tool in their toolbox to help that process. Uh, It's not a formula. But it is a process that God uses in our life to to walk with Him, and so we have all kinds of shows we've had uh, the past couple of years, different topics, and uh, we. If you're just catching us today for the very first time, we are in the middle of, or really towards now the end of a four week study uh, on a book called Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. And if you want to hear the past couple of shows that we've done, go to our Facebook page, iTunes, or SoundCloud, and just type in. Solid Steps Radio. So today, I guess I have this question uh, that I asked you, the listener, is what is your favorite story? And when I say that, some people automatically, they'll think about uh, Lord of the Rings is their favorite story, or uh, Star Wars is coming out in a couple weeks based on when we're taping this. A uh, couple weeks, then the, the next Star Wars is coming out. All my boys and I are jazzed about that, right? That story has been going on for 40 years, and it's a story about Luke Skywalker and all these, uh, his journey, and, and so it's a great story. What is your favorite story? And uh, we're going to talk today about a topic that most men don't see they are in a story. And uh, John Eldridge also wrote another book called, um, gosh, what's the name of that book? Epic. And in that book, he basically says that every story has the same premise. Things are bad, I mean, things are good, and then someone or something comes in and causes things to be bad, and then someone comes in to defeat the bad, and then things are good again, right? That's the story of every, every, your favorite story has that same premise, but we're living in that same story now and we don't see it as the adventure that it really is. You know, Chad, really what happens is we, we go through life and we do whatever we can to make life simple and easy. And, and, uh, so this week is all about an adventure to live. We talked about last week, a battle to fight. And this week is an adventure to live. And I love this chapter because God wants us to live life with this adventuresome spirit. And he says in his book, he says, life is not a problem to be solved. It is an adventure to be lived. And so we got Bill Reynolds back. Welcome back to the show, Bill. Thanks, Kurt. Good to be here. It's great to have you. And Trent Bates, you've been a, it's been a while, but you've uh, you've been on the show before. I have. I, I, I was wondering if Chad called me and like, this is my shot at redemption. Like, yeah. I like, think it is like like Eve really bombed the first time. Can I get him back and let him say face, whatever it is? No, I'm I'm so so glad to be back. I appreciate it. No, it's, and so you guys, uh, we're going to talk about adventure to live, and you guys have um, have experienced that. You guys have both been on a 
a retreat uh, by John Eldridge talking about this very thing, the whole, uh, you know, a, uh, a battle to fight and adventure to live. And next week, we're going to talk about um, a beauty to rescue. But today is an adventure to live. So w- when I read this, um, we are to live by faith. A man just won't be happy until he's got adventure, adventure in his work, adventure in his love, adventure in his spiritual life. That's good stuff. That's real good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What uh, Comment on that, Trent. Um, it, I, you, we were talking earlier, and you kind of hit on uh, most men just want to get to a place of comfortable. Mm. Um, things are secure and safe. Um, I've got my retirement plan going, uh, and I'm just settled in. Um, but God, if you if you look back to the Scripture, most any man God has gotten a hold of, He's taken on an adventure. Not you know? just not just a little adventure. No, uh, and and adventure. You know, uh, Abraham. Mm-hmm. Hey, why don't you come up and move? I'm not exactly sure where you're going to move yet, but why don't you? You know. Abraham says, sure, and he takes him on a wild adventure. Mm -hmm. Moses, David, Paul, I mean, Joseph. Oh, I mean, everybody, God grabs a hold of them. He takes them on an adventure. And the the thing that strikes me the most is none of these guys have any idea where they're going or what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean. It's (laughs) flying by the seat of your pants almost, but it's, it's it's that faith. It's that trust that, all right, you're going to take me where you're going to take me, but but, but I'm, I'm in. Good, I'm good with that. It's it, you know it, it reminds me of Noah when God says, okay Noah, here's the deal, I'm going to have you build a really really big boat, and Noah's like, uh, but it's never rained before. It's okay, I want you to build this big boat, and and then and then this then what happens? You know, the flood of the of all of the earth. And Noah gets to ride in this enormous boat, and he's got to be at times thinking, "I can't believe what's going on," mm-hmm. but it's this incredible adventure. I, I love what Eldridge says. He says, "Don't ask yourself." Actually, he's he's quoting Howard Thurman. He says, "Don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive, and go do that, because what the world needs." is people who have come alive. Well, I think the, the the scary part about that is a lot of times as men, we've been taught or either or, or steered that our job is to protect and to provide and to give and to be that solid foundation in your family, in your job, whatever. And a lot of times I think the enemy will take that and use that to rip every bit of passion and joy and adventure out of your heart. Mm. And we just quietly resign to well, this is what we're supposed to do. I mean, we're called to sacrifice. We're called to to put ourselves out and to put everything we have on the altar. But I think there's a difference between saying, God, I'll let you do whatever you want, and I will put my own hopes and dreams aside, versus I will smother the thing that God has done for me and call it good. Because Mm. I think it's just, I don't think it's it's a conscious choice. I think it's just a, it's a lie from the enemy that comes straight in and robs every man of adventure. And that's where you see acting out and other things happen whenever you try to take it's kind of like a pressure cooker 
you know, there's if you ever use a pressure cooker, you're basically making this explosive thing on your stovetop because it's you're you have a sealed device that is has all this steam and all this pressure inside of it, but there's this little weight on top, and the whole purpose of that weight is to keep it from exploding, and everything shooting out everywhere all over your stove. Well, if you push that weight down too much, things are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. And I think that's what happened that in our own lives. Whenever we give over to that lie, we take that away. Um, Bill, you, you just mentioned something about sometimes we, we, we know inside of us we are to walk by faith. We are to trust. And the Bible says clearly to trust in the Lord with all your heart, to not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways to acknowledge him. And he will make your path straight. He'll direct your steps. Um, and we know that the, there is this adventuresome um, life that God has for us, but many times we choose some alternative alternative path. Mm-hmm. What, what did you mean by that? Well, and there's a there's a path that God has laid out, and then there's a path that the enemy lays, and it doesn't always look like it's strewn with sin and with other things. It's just not who God wanted you to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about David, right? Whenever, Saul, whenever, he, whenever Samuel goes to anoint the king, he says, where are all your sons? He's like, they're all here. He's like, is there anyone left? Oh, well, we got this other kid, the one that's out back. If he had been, if he had just left himself as, oh yeah, I'm the guy who's out back, we wouldn't. There would be no King David. Mm. And there would be once David, you know, gets called. I mean, the whole Goliath story. Right. I mean, everybody's afraid. God was wanting somebody to step up to the plate and do the unthinkable. And little David, young David, mm-hmm. says, "I'm going to be that guy. I will." pick up a stone. I'm not going to use Saul's armor. I'm not going to use his sword or spear, but I am going to, uh, I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to chop this guy's head off. And if you remember his brothers, the lie they told him was, you're not doing this for the good of the country. You're doing it for yourself because you're selfish and you want other people to glorify you. <laughs> I, th- I think um, something, the point is like God puts desires in our, mm-hmm. in our heart. And I think too often we believe that those those desires we have are selfish and not really something that's going to serve God. And we go back to David. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when you look at Scripture, you, what you see is what God called David to do was actually what God or what David desired mm-hmm. to do. Uh, Psalm twenty one, David says, and this is after he's gone to war. The warrior, you guys talked about that. He says, O Lord, the king rejoices in your strength. How great is his joy in the victories you give. You have granted him the desire of his heart. And so God put this desire in David, and David has the audacity to actually follow it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and what we see is God using him in an unbelievable way, following his own desire. It, the, that is good stuff. We're going to take a break, but we're going to come back. We'll take a break, and we'll come back more talking about the adventure to live about Wild at Heart, the book, on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. It's our second segment. We have four of these, and if you want to hear all four of them in their entirety, uh, we're talking about Wild at Heart, the book. And uh, before we go any further, we are wild about our sponsors. We've got a new sponsor coming in and, and we like to thank our sponsors who've been there with us from almost day one ellen and credit union vision first bright star home care dan hart financial and our newest 
uh, is Kurt Frank Enterprises. Uh, Kurt does a lot of uh, landscaping and drainage and all kinds of exterior type of work. If you need some exterior work done on your property, I've used Kurt before in, with other clients and, and uh, he, he does great work. And so we want to thank those folks for coming in and being sponsors of our show. And we're talking today about Wild at Heart, the Adventure to Live. And that uh, our last segment, we were talking about the desire, that we have desires. And desires are not bad. Uh, They're especially good when God gives us those desires and we want to follow those desires. But sometimes in church world, those desires are, are muted. Mute your desires. Put those aside Stuff and, them. and get about your business. Mm-hmm. But not only are we supposed to engage and lean in, there's those words, our desires, but we also have to take a little bit of a risk. You know, um, we do have to take a risk. And it, and, I, and I think about just personally when God called me in 1988 to leave the safety and security and all that I knew growing up on a farm, I'm thinking, what would have I I've missed? Of, of all the adventure of, of kingdom. And not that, you, not that God's calling all of us to leave the corporate world and, or business world or whatever to be, to be pastors, but I love what John Eldridge says. He says, too many men forsake their dreams because they aren't willing to risk or fear. They aren't, aren't up to the challenge. Or, or, or they, they fear they're, they're not up for this challenge that's before them. Or... They're never told that those desires deep in their heart are good. Trent, comment on that. You know, and you know, you talked about you you risked leaving what was comfortable and safe to you because you felt called to the ministry. Um, and some people feel we shouldn't feel bad. That's not we don't feel like we're called to the ministry if we if or in terms of pastoral. But some of us are called to be teachers. We feel called to be to be a teacher, but that's a ministry in of itself. Absolutely, some people are called to the business world, but that's a ministry opportunity too. And so, I think one thing we need to realize is just because you know I haven't felt led that I need to be a worship minister, that that's not a bad thing. It just means God's put something different in me, but I'm still working for His kingdom in what in what I'm doing. And so, you just uh, you're you're full time in God's kingdom. You just happen to be in a education, yeah. in education as an administrator right now. Right, right, and it's a, it is. A, is that an adventure every is morning? An adventure every <laughs> single day. That's correct. That's correct. Um, but you know, I'm in a place where I feel like God's called me to do what I'm doing. Mm. Um, and so it, you know, maybe maybe tomorrow He's going to call me to do something else. But I've been doing this one for for, for a while. Um, Trent, talk to, to us real quickly about the um, so God calls us to step out and to many times take the risk, um, but sometimes there's good risks and there's bad risks, and Eldridge talks about that. Yeah, uh, he talks about the difference between good risk and bad risk. Um, if you're deciding, you know, do I want to stay in my job or not stay in my job? Um, good risk are those where we are following what we feel God's calling. There's a purpose to the risk. If, if I feel called tomorrow to totally change direction, but I feel it's a call from God and it follows that desire that's in my heart, then yeah, do that. If you feel God calling you to do that, he's, he's put that desire in you. As opposed to a bad risk, 
I'm bored with this. I don't really don't really like what I'm doing. I think I'm going to go do something else because you know what? They somebody told me I couldn't. So I'm going to I'm I'm going to leave this. I'm going to go do that. I'm going to take the risk, uh, but I'm going to go. But there's no purpose to it. It's more it's more of I'm seeking validation. Right. And you and and you guys talked about that a little bit in in the past. Um, seeking validation, um, and uh, in the first segment, uh, they talked about like the wounds you get and, and things of that nature. And so um, a lot of men, women too, but a lot of men will try to get validation any way they can. And for a lot of men, that's in the business world. How much money can I make? How successful can I be that way? That's And that's where they look for validation. Instead of looking for validation from, first of all, from God, telling you, well done, Good and faithful servant. You have served me. Yes, yeah. To, uh, to honor me, to bring glory to me, and you get the adventure. Yeah, uh, yeah. The life again. It's it's with a purpose. There's yeah. a purpose behind it. Yeah, yeah. Eldridge mentions in his book the example of well, I'm going to quit my job so that I can get my golf swing down so that I can join the pros. <laughs> And he's going. That's a that's a pipe dream. That's that's not the risk we're talking about. Right. Now, I'm going to put my wife in full time work. I'm going to quit my job so I can go follow this dream. That's really not a dream at all. It's just it's, it's craziness. Yeah. But it's that false dream, right? That's yes. what it is. It's yeah. that bad risk. Yeah. It's a bad risk. So Bill, you have a story because you were in corporate, mm-hmm. and God was stirring in your heart. To make some changes. Right. I was actually, I was reading Wild at Heart. I was reading it with a group of guys from my church. I was a vice president in a pretty successful company. They're still around today. They had a, I had a good future. Uh, we didn't really have to worry about money or any of those things. Was on a was on a really good path. And I started feeling God wanting more from me. And it, and it would lead to tears sometimes in the parking lot of my office when I would get there because I knew that God wanted more. I was already giving my family less than the time that they really deserved, and I couldn't take any more from there. I wanted to do more at church, but I had no more time, and so the only place that would come from would be from my job. And so as I was praying through that and what God wanted, I heard God saying, well, I want you to come work for me. And in all boldness of all silly men, I said, okay, God, I'll come work for you, but you know school and I don't get along that well, so I won't go to seminary. So if you can figure out a way to get me to work for you without me having to go to school again, I will. And that was a very, very foolish thing to do because it wasn't too long after that. It was just a few months later that the pastor of the church I was attending uh, offered me a job as an associate pastor. And I knew it was straight from God right then. It was a you know meteor from, from the heavens kind of feeling of just suddenly getting hit straight in the face of God going, really? That's all you wanted? Here you go. Here's your job. And so I actually asked him, I said, do you, do you really have the authority to offer me this job or are you just kind of talking off the cuff? He said, no, we've been looking for someone for months and months and your name keeps coming up and no one thought you would leave your job to come and work for us. But it sounds like God may be putting some things in place. So if you want it, the job is yours. How, how, <laughs> how long? So what, so what did you do with that? I, I went home and talked to my wife. A week later, I was sitting in front of my boss for my annual review and I was getting ready to start. He was going down and he was talking about raises and the raises were really nice. And I said, hold on, I've got to tell you something. I, I, the plot was thickening. <laughs> I, 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 need to, well, I said, I need, to, I, I need to turn in my resignation. 
and he said, huh, that's the first time anybody's done that to a, in, a, in a review before. He said, so what's it going to take to keep you? He said, that's a pretty bold move. I said, well, it's more than a 50% pay cut. I have no benefits at this new job, and I really don't have a retirement plan or anything else there. And he goes, well, crud, if that's all you want, I can match that. <laughs> 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 and I said, well, no, I'm, I'm going to go work for a church. Uh, and so it was a... It was a weird time of unwinding me out of that company and winding me into the church. And it was about a two month process of that going on. And then suddenly I'm in full-time ministry having just a, an insane difference of what are we going to do? How are we going to make this? And, and what does life look like now? Okay. So I mean, how much fear is going on in your, in between your ears? Uh, there was a lot of fear in that. Um, there was a lot of validation, though. Uh, a lot of times when we talk about good risk, bad risk, God will put validation in front of you. Yes. And I had some points of those validations through different... I actually got to meet John Eldridge at one point during that whole crazy adventure of this. And one of the guys was like, yeah, this guy quit his job because of your book. And John had that look of like... Um, really? Is that a good thing? <laughs> and then he was like, well, that's great. So it you know it turned it it was a really neat opportunity but in that yeah it was full of fear it it was absolutely because I knew before I mean my life was was set up and the and the my old boss he told me he said you know one day we're gonna sell this company and you're standing to you'll be sitting pretty he said if you walk away though I can't I can't give you any of that and I said well okay I'll I'll keep walking see ya wow and so off we go so so. But but you jump in, you take the risk, yes. the risk that God had called you, the adventure that God had laid out before you, and he, and he says, Bill, walk walk with me mm-hmm. in this adventure, and it it was and and it was smooth sailing. It was perfect just, setting for the rest of your life. You know, everything just worked <laughs> out. So it was just you know, people started sending me checks in the mail, and I got three new cars. No, none of that stuff happened. <laughs> It was, no, it was rough. It, it, ministry life is rough. It's not 100% uh, just smooth sailing, and you don't get the corporate jet and the big fancy parking spot, though you do get really good parking spots at the hospital. So that's about, mm. one, of, that's about one of the only yeah. perks that you get from that. Uh, but, but no, it was rough. And even eventually, that, the church I was at, it closed down. And so I had to go through that. And that was one of those things of, God, why would you put me in the middle of this? Because that initial fun of, yay, I'm leaving my job, I'm in ministry, and look, I'm getting to serve Jesus. And it's just like going on a mission trip. You're excited at first, and then a while in, the reality of the situation and just the weight and the heaviness of that constant attack. You sound, sounds like uh, sounds like the apostles following Jesus. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in the, next, the third segment, and we're going to talk uh, piggybacking on risk that we have to take, but also the bumps in the road and how an adventure is never boring. But sometimes those, uh, those obstacles become uh, very inconvenient in our life and we don't see them for what they are. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back on Solid Steps Radio. 